Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts. And that's not just what we call ourselves, it's what our dads tell people when they just gotta restart the router. I'm your host, Luke Miani. And I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe have a laugh or two along the way. Today is Father's Day. Indeed, that's why we changed up our intro. I feel like you didn't need to draw attention to it. It kind of kind of stood for itself. You Although, so? granted, maybe if someone's listening to this on Thursday, they don't quite remember. Yeah, any any other day. I feel like I don't. Do you think people? Let me ask you this: When you're watching a show on Netflix or whatever, do you skip yeah. the intro? Ah, uh, it depends. I, I, I want to say no most of the time mm-hmm. because that would require me reaching for the remote, which I'm often not inclined to do. Fair. And also, sometimes I like the intro, you know? It's fun. It's like, oh yeah. boy, it's my, my show. <laughs> it's another episode of it. But also, uh, more to your point, they don't have the option with the podcast. Sorry, you're out of luck. That is, I mean, unless you manually hit that button, hit that 15-second uh, button. I guess so. Other than that, I don't know. So if you didn't skip the intro, good. I good, felt like that was a lot you. of unpacking for no reason. That was like four times as long as the bit itself. Well, that's okay. I just wanted to say I don't. I, I don't skip the intro. I like watching the intros. Good. I think. I think we definitely agree. I, the only time I would skip an intro when I'm watching something is if I'm like six episodes into it and it's a half hour show with mm-hmm. a long intro. Like when I watched Ted Lasso, which by the way is really good, I highly recommend it if you've got your free, I feel like I have like over a year at this point of Apple TV yeah. where I have not paid for it. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend checking out Ted Lasso. There's a new season coming out soon mm-hmm. as well, which I'm excited for. You have to watch it so we can watch season two. I know, two. I know, I know. And that one has a very long intro in pretty short episodes. So that one I did skip. That's fair. That's fair. But anyway, Father's Day. Let's uh, skip past this this part, part of, of the, the conversation. conversation. I like that. Move on. Very good. Right. So, <laughs> on this Father's Day, we want to start out with a reminder. I don't know why I prefaced that with Father's Day because it's not related at all. <laughs> send us in your emails. We really like reading the emails that you guys send in. Some of them are weird. Yes. We've gotten some weird emails. Some interesting emails, we'll say. Someone, um, someone just sent. Mm. <laughs> that was the email yeah just a, a lot of capital m's but regardless it's still fun to read maybe you could send capital n's for noah oh no then do uh o's for oh wanted, oh, oh wow it's noah <laughs> oh dang it i'm not gonna get out of this trap so i'm just gonna move <laughs> on uh yeah send us your emails with suggestions for what you want to hear us talk about we also we also read the chat a lot, so no worries about. <laughs> I don't know where that was going. No, I don't know where the no worries came. Don't from. Don't be afraid if you're in the chat. Yeah, I know. most people in the chat are actually paralyzed with fear. Yeah, like oh no, oh uh, someone just said. Mm. <laughs> Very good. So there you go. That's. Another, we're going to get a lot of emails that are yeah. just a lot of capital letters now. But anyway, send us your emails. We'd like to hear what you guys have to say. We've got a couple of topics tonight which came from some viewer emails. Mm-hmm. And it's also a lot easier for us to find 
you know, what your thought is when it's not, you know, scrolling through in a YouTube comment. Mm-hmm. So send in emails to submissions at darkmodepodcast.com. Yes. DRK. DRK just, mode. Just got to say it. Yeah. Eventually people will, will figure that out. But I still get tweets every once in a while that's like, wait, you have a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, fair enough. I haven't really promoted this podcast too much in my videos, so that's fair. Oh, man. Joe said, you can't even say that. It's just a bunch of J's. Yeah, no. That doesn't work. No. Anyway, so what we wanted to start by talking about today was we've been, whoopsie, bumped me mic there. That's going to be fun for the listeners. Everyone listening at home is going to be like, what the heck was that sound? Anyway, (laughs) we've been on the iOS 15 and iPadOS 15 betas, and I figured I've, you know, I've tweeted a little bit about this. Noah's, well, you haven't downloaded iOS 15. I have iPadOS 15, but not iOS 15. wisely. Yes. So, here's the thing, folks. I've found that iOS 15 is, like, remarkably stable, but also filled with bugs. Like, I haven't had issues of stuff crashing a whole lot, but I have had a lot of issues. The main one is with FaceTime and battery life. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, quite simply, FaceTime is broken. It does not work. It just doesn't work. So, in fact, I don't know. Should we do a live test? We didn't prepare this ahead of time. We Yeah, we were supposed to. We were supposed to, but in typical fashion, we were delinquent in our duties. Yes, let's see. Give it a try. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a try. Go ahead and just turn your volume down. I don't want to get a ton of, like, mess. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm going to do a FaceTime video call to Noah, which, of course, <gasps> is now going to make oh, a bunch of noise. Let me turn okay. That. Yes, it's happening. It's happening? It's happening. So, Noah, go ahead and hold your screen up. Okay. So here is, and for the people that are listening. Wow, that looks Wow, that's completely out of focus. Well, hold it further back. Don't hold it so close. People can still see it. Okay. So it's a normal FaceTime screen, right? You've got you up in the corner and then the other person full screen. Yes. In iOS 15, I only see myself. I can't see the other person. And there's no way to change that. In fact, the buttons don't work. Oh, no. I don't know if you guys can see. Yeah, you definitely can see this. The buttons do not work. You can't do anything. I can't hang up. I can't do the filters. I can't turn the camera around. The app is unusable when you're in a FaceTime call. I just want to point out, I just noticed You can't kill it either, by the way. Oh, and it's still ringing for this you on, on iPad. So on the iPad, it's ringing. And it says "Yo," it's in Spanish, so it's like "Yo" is like me. But like, why is it? Why is it? it oh, it's supposed to be my video, right? A preview of my video, but it's oh, it's just the preview is just not on. The preview is just your. It's just like the like little placeholder. Yeah. So I that's mean, good. What? How awful is that? And you can't kill it. Oh, it just disappeared. Oh, oh, there. oh, wait. Oh, wait. Do you see me? I can only see you now. I can't. Look, my video is paused. Noah, hold up your phone. Oh, yeah. So, yes. He can't paused. see me. I'm in the FaceTime window, but Noah can't see me. I can't hang up on him either. I, I'm I'm press, pressing the press. Pr- I can't speak. I'm pressing the button. Uh-huh. 
the app does not work. And when you when you like go into the mission control, you can't kill it either. It doesn't show up as having an app icon above it. And when I try to kill it, look, it just it it doesn't even register as something that exists. Nice. So I I literally cannot get out of this FaceTime call. Let me see. The only thing that can do is if you hang up. Okay, now it's. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so it's still open for me. Noah has now hung up. I've hung up. Screen off. Done. It's open. It's still completely locked up. Oh, 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 there you oh, go. And now I'm in the weather app. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so FaceTime is busted. It simply is non functional. Now, if you guys were listening to that and some of that didn't translate, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure some of that sounded weird. I guess you'll have to uh, go check check the YouTube dark mode playlist and fast forward to how far it nine minutes into it, and then you'll find out. Yeah. But isn't that absolutely shocking? Like, it's not even buggy. It is non-functional. Yeah, that's really weird to me. Because they made such a big... Like, I get they made such a big deal out of FaceTime. So I get that, like, they did a lot of changes. It's going to be buggy. But, like... Yeah. It just doesn't work. Someone said betas can be very unstable, which is true, and no one's promising that it's going to work well. And I should also note that I'm not meaning this to knock iOS 15. This is not the actual iOS 15, obviously. Right. We we should be clear about that. But it is pretty crazy cuz I've I've used many iOS betas and we've been on the we've done macOS betas every single year. Since Yosemite. Mm -hmm. That was the first time they did public betas. And we've been doing that. We've been doing developer betas for at least a couple of years mm -hmm. on, on all of these things. I've never seen anything like that. Like there's bugs here or there. There's been a couple of issues where the menu bar gets compressed and I see overlapping icons. I've had a few issues where... Uh, certain things, buttons disappear. The new Safari, sometimes if you have a new tab open and you hit the plus like too quickly, a new tab will open, but the bar will be glitched. Mm. There's little things like that. That's to be expected. But I have never, ever, ever seen a beta developer or public or anything where it was completely non-functional. An entire core system feature is just completely busted yeah and i get like people are saying in the chat like we totally get it it's a beta it's not meant for primary devices it's meant for developers whatever yeah i will say though apple knows that people that people are going to be installing these and like making videos and like testing it out and like all that stuff i don't know like i totally get it you know it's obviously it's gonna yeah, be we're fixed. not knocking them for I'm, this i'm sure in the next beta it's it's going to be fixed or it's at least going to be better than it is now but I hope. it's just very it's just interesting because like you said we've been you know playing with these betas for a while the bad battery life is always there as part of it being a beta because it's doing you know more logging and or not i don't want to say logging but it's like doing more like stuff in the background yeah. whatever you know totally totally get that but like this was i don't know it was just it, we're just kind of laughing about it. it's just you know it's oh yeah no i i want to yeah it was absolutely hilarious because I first found it out when I was calling my parents on yeah. my uh, on my M1 iPad Pro, and it was so busted. And when you're dealing with, let's be honest, not super technologically savvy individuals, it took quite a while for us to 
get that sorted out. And I think I eventually was just like, all right, well, I guess I will just not see them. So I spent a whole FaceTime call looking at my own damn picture. My own camera. I know. It was awful. Oh, man. I never want to do that. I'm forced to do it for video editing, and that's I, I want to put a sticky note over where my face is, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't want to see that all the time. Sonny Dixon is saying, whoop, missed that comment. <laughs> Sonny Dixon is saying beta 2 will be good. Yeah, I, I certainly hope. I mean, this is beta 1, and it's the developer beta. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit amusing to see such a level of non-functionality. And like you know, it makes sense. I initially it seemed like a lot of the new FaceTime features just weren't even activated yet, but mm-hmm. it is a pretty big part of what iOS 15 is. So, ostensibly, it's a big part of what developers want to test, but they can't. That is true. Yeah, I don't know. I give them give them a little more time. It's just kind of funny because Apple has, you know, a very they have like the. Uh, I'm gonna say like the aura around them. That's not really what I'm trying to get at. What I'm trying to say is like Apple has like the the uh, the notion of like being very polished and mm. and whatever. So it's just kind of interesting to see these developer betas and it's a little peek behind the curtain maybe, or it's just like you can kind of see these things, you know, as they're being made. It's just it's interesting. That's a good point because Apple. I think maybe that's what it is. It's the juxtaposition between Apple's image as being very you know crisp and everything works and seamless, mm-hmm. even when you don't want it to do what it wants you to do. Yeah. My goodness. Maybe we could talk about that. We were talking. We were. We were ranting and raving about that a little bit. It's just funny to see Apple. You know, the polished company that everything. You know, they never admit fault. Everything is always very seamless. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't go the way you want it to go, then it's your fault, not theirs. But it's busted. Yeah. Speaking of busted. In a more polished sense, like, right, we're talking about betas, obviously there's going to be issues. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I think is inexcusable is the AirPods device switching. (laughs) We had this during our WWDC stream. Oh, yeah. I was livid. It is awful. You have AirPods Pro. I have AirPods Max. Anyone with AirPods has this feature. Mm -hmm. It's on by default. You have to intentionally tell it to stop. I don't even think I've found where to make it stop, to be honest. But basically, I guess the thought is, if you have your AirPods on and you're using your phone and listening to music, but then you want to switch to your Mac and watch a video, rather than going through the hassle of you know clicking your status bar and clicking on <laughs> your AirPods in the Bluetooth menu... It just knows what you want to do, and it switches. Knows. It sucks. It's so bad. It's so (laughs) annoying. It only ever... I'll tell you what. It only switches when I don't want it to. (laughs) Every time I'm like, oh, let me switch over to my phone. It's like, no, 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 no. no. (laughs) This guy's not switching, is he? We're just going to keep... Even Okay, I, I, I did this like two days ago. Because I was I was watching a video on my phone, mm-hmm. and I had been listening to music on my Mac. Mm-hmm. I paused the music on the Mac. Nothing, no sound is being played from the Mac. And I pull out my phone, and I open up YouTube. And it didn't switch. <laughs> what more? What, that's like the perfect storm. 
And then when we were doing WWDC, I was in the middle of watching the stream and I open up Twitter and an ad automatically plays <laughs> because when you scroll, the video automatically plays without sound and it switched the AirPods. Yeah. Why? I don't understand. If I'm actively, if music is playing into the AirPods, why in the world would they switch the device? That makes no sense. That is a good that is a good question. You're very uh, <sighs> I no, I, I agree it is very annoying. And yeah, I, there's probably going to be I I know that I'm opening myself up to people that are going to say, "Well, this is only a problem if you have multiple devices." That's true. It, this is probably the epitome of first world problems. Yes. Oh <laughs> man, my AirPods Max can't <laughs> I just want to not switch between my iPhone 12 Pro Max and my M1 iMac. Yep. And my M1 iPad Pro. And your other 50 Apple devices. Shut up. <laughs> You're not wrong, but shut up. <laughs> it's it, Yeah, it's a first world problem, but my goodness. My goodness is it annoying. I don't get it. <laughs> I think, yeah, the thing, it is really annoying that, like, if you're listening to something... There's like audio actively playing, and then you switch devices, and it goes away from that. That, that's so annoying. It's that I don't like. What what logic is is governing that? I guess it's oh, you touched this other device last, so you probably want to switch to it. But like, if you're already listening to something, you probably want to keep listening to it. Yeah, it's the laws of physics, right? A, a playback in motion tends, tends to, to stay, stay in, in motion, motion right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Apple clearly does not observe the laws of musical physics. Yes, musical physics. <laughs> Which definitely makes sense. Yes. Blurry audio. <laughs> blurry audio. That was another email that we got. Someone said our audio was blurry. <laughs> or, I don't know. They said, it was, they said it was out of focus, right? Oh, yes, that's right. That's they what they said. said. The audio was out of focus. That's a new one. Never heard that one before. Yes. So, okay, to say my, the, my final thing, I think the problem with the device switching is like, so Apple's trying to be smart and they're trying to know what you want to do. But I feel like there's just, I feel like that works when there's like a very clear cause and effect, like, oh, you did this, so therefore you want this to happen. And I feel like the same yeah. scenario can have two different outcomes, right? Like sometimes if you're like, if you're listening on one device and you, and you, maybe you pause it and then you switch to another device, right? And you start playing. Sometimes you want it to start playing. Maybe most times you want it to start playing, but there are times where you don't. Like the the ad that you gave as an, as an example, you know, any any like you know a video comes up by accident, uh, whatever. So I think the problem is that like it's trying to figure out what you want to do, but the same situation can have multiple correct outcomes depending on things that it just can't predict, and so it just can't make a good prediction, and it just doesn't work well. Yeah, I just don't get why. And the thing that's so annoying about it is, you know, it doesn't happen every time. But when it does, it's always inopportune mm -hmm. by nature. And you're, it doesn't switch back. Like, when it does the switch, it, I guess it makes sense. You know, the logic of the programming is when you switch, if it's switching back and forth all the time, it's going to be really irritating. Mm -hmm. But it... it what it means is that when it does switch against your will, in addition to being annoyed, you then have to go and switch it back. And what's weird about it is sometimes it keeps, it's connected to both devices. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking which, about. Which often means you have to disconnect it from the MacBook and then connect it again. So it's not even a matter of, you know, clicking the Bluetooth, you know, on Big Sur, the little button, clicking that, and then it connects again. Because it's already connected. Right. And so it's like, not only is it annoying when it switches, but it's even harder to get it to switch back than just switching it yourself in the first place. Yeah. And that's just bad. One thing that I think could be useful, if if in this automatic device switching mode, it's connecting to multiple devices, right? It shows up on the phone as connected. It's playing music through the phone that mm-hmm. I didn't want. But on the Mac, it still shows as connected. It almost makes you wonder if Apple can make it play multiple sources. Because if I could have my AirPods on, be using my Mac, watching a video, pull out my phone, a video plays, or I play a video intentionally, and I hear that as well without interrupting anything or you know it disconnecting from something, both of those streams of audio, that would be pretty cool. That's interesting because that first of all, that was actually an exact uh, uh, problem, I guess, that I wanted to solve. What I, I wanted to build an app that would let you listen to music and talk at the same time. And be, I want it specifically for biking. Like if I bike with my friend, and if I try to talk to them, I have to like you know you got to be loud, but you got to yell basically because you're you know you're moving. There's traffic. There's wind. Whatever. So I figured you know if you we both put your AirPods in and you could just talk at normal volume and hear each other and listen to music at the same time. Oh, so sort of using it like a walkie-talkie. Yeah, exactly. Now the that's cool. The problem though is, uh, and I was gonna do um, the the local. Um, the, the the nearby whatever it's called it creates like an ad hoc network so it doesn't use your cell data or anything that was that was one of the important things wow the pro- okay the problem though is that iOS it's excusable in iOS I'd say it's probably not excusable in iPadOS there's no proper like mixing or like multiple sources of audio so you can't have like like you were saying you know oh what if you could have two sources of audio mm. and i get on a phone small screen whatever maybe it makes sense but like especially on the ipad you can't have multiple things playing at the same time the best you can do is you can technically be in a phone call or a discord call or whatever and you can have music playing but it de- it it I don't even know how to explain it. It just degrades the audio quality, so it sounds like you're listening to it through the phone. It sounds Ooh, like that's not even like like weight like weight music like uh, like hold music. Uh. I don't I don't know why it does that, but as far as I can tell, there's no. You can't just tell it like I want to play music, or this is if it's two different apps. If it's mm-hmm. if they're both coming from the same app, maybe it would work. But if you have Spotify and you have a a, a phone call it degrades the, the the music to sound like it's coming through the phone. I don't understand why that's still a problem in 2021. That's awful. But it is. Good grief. <laughs> that's really that's a really good idea. If you can make that work, I think people I mean, I guess it's a pretty niche. I mean I want I I want it for this myself. This is Noah's developer mentality. Whenever he <laughs> makes an app it's not like, oh, I'm going to make so much money from this. It's like, I want to do this, so I'm yeah. going to make it. I wish I could do that with software. I have no earth. You tried to teach me. I, I tried a little bit. I could try again if you want. I don't think that would no. be wise. No, no you're I, good. I, I, I'm too far gone. That's okay. I'm, I'm a physical person. That's why I do repair videos Yeah. and videos, Yeah. not animations or renders or something. Yeah. I, I got to, like... 
you know, I'm a physical person. I got to touch a camera, point it at a thing, take the thing apart. <laughs> that's kind of, that's my channel in a nutshell. Uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Three easy steps. Now, people were talking about um, the Monterey beta because obviously we've had issues with iOS 15. iPad OS 15 hasn't been that bad. You've been using it. I had one issue that I thought was kind of funny. I love that you can put uh, widgets anywhere on the screen, and I love that they brought the app library to the iPad. Let me just say the app library was my favorite feature of iOS 14 by far. Because really? Ser by far, if wow. I had to pick one, it would be that. Just because I have a ton of apps on my phone, but most of them I use very rarely. Like streaming services, uh, I have all the apps so I can like look at my like my lists and cues and whatever. Yeah. But I don't usually watch you know shows on my phone. Uh, food apps, like restaurant apps, True. whatever. I have a bunch of apps on my phone. I love it. I'm so glad they brought it to the iPad. Um, but I was I had this funny issue where I would like move a bunch of apps into the app library, and then I would move a widget around on the screen, and then all those apps would come back on the home screen. Oh, I think I noticed that. It was it was like a, that was annoying. I I had some issues with with the widgets. I because I made a whole page of widgets. I made yeah. like a Windows 10 Windows 8 Metro interface. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of a PTSD inspiring. It's a little frightening. But overall, I, iPad OS 15 has been pretty good. Where I've been really impressed is Monterey. Mm. Monterey is rock solid. We're, we're streaming from it right now. I have not touched Monterey well, at all. You only have the one. I only, I only have computer. one. I don't have... However, I couldn't even count. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't... Yes, no, I've, I haven't touched it. So I'm actually kind of curious to hear about it. It's been flawless. Wow. Completely flawless. The... I have to say, having it on, like, if I just had I iOS 15, it probably wouldn't be a big deal. But this is Apple we're talking about. The ecosystem is where it's at. Obviously, FaceTime, that is broken across everything. So, <laughs> there you go. Ecosystem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. The, the new Safari, oh, I really like it. I right. really, really like it. First of all, it looks great. The the way that the the top bar takes the color mm -hmm. of the website, love that. Fantastic. Uh, it's a lot more minimal. I also I usually have had my like bookmarks visible, mm -hmm. but since this new one, I I haven't. I haven't found. I didn't really need it. Interesting. Um. So it's been great there. The tab groups are probably my favorite though, because. I don't like tab clutter. Mm -hmm. I'm a very tidy person. So every single desktop that I have, like the, the Mac desktop, is always Macintosh HD and stuff. Yeah. Now, granted, stuff can be a bit of a mess. But, but that's where, like, normally, you know, people have just, like, this ring of mess and random stuff on their desktop. I do. <laughs> I put that in a folder. So it's sorted. So it's a mess, but it's in a and it's it's slightly hidden. Exactly, you get it. It's like the closet that you put all the random <laughs> stuff yeah. you don't want in. But it's better than having it just laying on the ground. That is fair. And I can sort by date. You know, I've got more options there. So I don't like having a lot of clutter, and this is great because it means I can keep tabs without having to look at them all the time. Yeah, that's Because you put them in a tab group. Like, a, a big one is I always have a running list of tabs where I look up movies to watch. Mm -hmm. I've put that in a tab group, which means, one, I can get to it from everywhere. It's not confined to whatever phone 
you know, if it's if I'm on my phone, usually that's where it is. Right. So I can pull it up on my computer or my iPad if I need to. Also, if I'm assembling like a bunch of news video, uh, news articles for one of my news videos, often I'll pull them up on my iPad. Or actually, usually what I do is I pull them up on my computer and then, you know, to, to find what I want to talk about. And then I usually have had to go with handoff and one by one port them over to the iPad. Now you just say, you know, Apple Silicon iMac video. Boom, tab group, shows up, open it, done. That's very nice. Fantastic. Very nice. My, it's probably my favorite feature across all of these things. I mean, I think it's... What else does Monterey have? Um, Maps is cool. Not going to use that very much, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I feel like all the Mac OS releases, once you get a couple weeks out of WWDC, things kind of just start fading away. And, like, obviously there's a lot of features that are important, but you don't necessarily think of them as, like, oh, this is huge. Right. Safari is huge and really good. I'm a Safari user. Always have been. Always will be, probably. I don't like Chrome. I'm yeah I also use Safari I'm looking forward to that I have a lot of I have just a very large I probably have like at least 50 tabs open really just just on my phone on my laptop I I shut my laptop down every day so I don't but on my phone I have a lot and they're all things that I like want to look at in the future but I I guess I could use bookmarks for them but I also have like a million bookmarks that I never look at (laughs) I don't know I'm looking forward to tab groups I think it's gonna be very nice yeah I think I think you'll find that it solves a lot of those problems and for one like with with my movie tabs for the longest time it was irritating because that would like took up my whole safari i just had a billion tabs that were always open but with tab groups you can kind of not only keep them organized but you can also kind of like put them in a corner yeah like you know every single college student has eight thousand tabs opened up like when you're when you're working on a project for yourself like you're researching home decor and you're working on something for work or just a different home project sometimes you end up with like you got six tabs and then you got another window with a couple tabs and then you're like wait no don't quit out of safari like how many times have i uh, have you like had a window with some tabs that you wanted to keep together Mm -hmm. so you open a new window to do something unrelated, and then after that you hit Command Q, you're like, oh no, I just now they're gone. I gotta open last windows. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that anymore because if it's important tabs, you just save them. They go in a little folder, and you can start fresh without a ton of clutter. It's the minimalist's dream. I love mm-hmm. it, and there's extensions now too, which I haven't used on iOS and uh, yeah, iPad OS, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be. I don't have any ex, even on Mac OS. I don't have any extensions. Yeah, me neither. But uh, well, we'll Honey see. hasn't sponsored me yet. So. Not yet. Not yet. No. Not they're, yet. they're the one holdout. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it. Yeah, I mean, it's Monterey's been very good. I've been really, really impressed. Nice. Someone says, eight thousand tabs. I don't know if that's an exaggeration, but I, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. Some people really really go crazy with the tabs. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen... I, I have a friend. I don't know if you have a friend that does this where the they have, like, Chrome, and the tabs are, like, the smallest size yeah. that they could be. It's just, like, a bunch of little bumps. Oh, yep. my goodness. 
All Ugh. my coworkers do that. And whenever I'm in a call and one of them like presents their screen and there's like three windows of like full of tabs open, I'm like, oh my god. How goodness. do you even know where things are? I don't know. Does does Chrome have tab previews yet? Because I know Safari does. I don't remember. So it looks like we're in I have to use Chrome for the stream. But it looks like yeah, so it, it previews what the website is, but it doesn't have an image preview. That's where Safari is, is good, because it shows yeah. you at least a cached version of the actual image, which is helpful, really helpful. Yeah. Now, I think what we... Okay, we'll go on to our viewer question. Okay. Yeah, so we had a question. I think, what was it? We, we talked about... The if we could only use one Apple product, what would it be? Right, that was the the first question. That was yeah, that was a that was a while ago at this point. But yes, yeah. it was if you could only have one Apple product, which one would you would you pick? And so this was sort of a follow up to that, which is which Apple product can we live without? Yes. Oh, and this came from our friend uh, Bradley, by the way. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Give him that's a, right. Give him a shout out there. Yeah. Thanks, Bradley. So this is an interesting one, and I think we have to have a little bit of discussion to refine the category. Mm -hmm. Because on face value, which Apple product could you live without? HomePod. I don't have one. I live without it. The X-Serve. <laughs> I have one. You do have one. I have one. one. It's, Can you live without it? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I have been for quite some time now. <laughs> yeah. It's in the attic at my parents' house. Nice. I don't even think they know what it is i kind of <laughs> snuck it in there and i don't think they've noticed but anyway yeah so obviously uh, we're not assuming out of all possible apple products i can live without an imac g3 you think so yeah i can i can do my day-to-day -day without that okay yeah okay. so i guess i guess we're talking categories not specific products yes and we have to refine it down to the core ecosystem. Yes. So I guess the question would be, personally, I consider the Apple Watch an accessory. I don't think, even though it has its OS, you mm -hmm. know, TV OS is a thing. Eh. I would, I would definitely call the Apple TV an accessory. Exactly, right. So no question. It having an OS doesn't necessarily make it a core ecosystem product. So I would say that the core Apple ecosystem is iOS, iPadOS, macOS. Those three. I don't... I think everything else... Obviously, it's all complementary. Like AirPods, right? M most people could live without AirPods. If I if I it's if someone said, "Oh, Luke, you're not allowed to own AirPods Max." I would just say, oh, "Okay, I'm just going to buy a different pair of Bluetooth headphones." Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't really impact me. What does impact me is essentially saying, "Could you switch to Mac from macOS to Windows? Could you switch from an iPad to a nothing?" Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I mean, I don't know. There's I guess you could say a Surface or an Android tablet, but ugh. <laughs> uh, and then also, could you switch to Android? So I think it's an interesting question, and I would be curious to know what people in chat 
say. I, I think I know what the answer will be. Between the three, iPhone, iPad, Mac, which one could you live without? I think my answer is going to be the same as what most people are going to say. But I'm curious to hear what you're going to say first. Probably the same as mine. Yeah, go ahead. Can you can you guess what I'm going to say? Does it start with I and end with pad? It does. Okay, it right. Does. So we're on the same page. And let me just say, I would I would go without the iPad before I would go without the Apple Watch. I'm just going to throw that out really? there. Really? I'm going to throw that out there. Absolutely. So interesting. So you are more attached to your Apple Watch than your iPad. Yes, and it looks like everyone else agrees. iPad makes you know makes yeah. sense. Someone said Mac. That's interesting. So I guess what if we what if we um, dip our little meddling fingers in the waters of this metaphor that we've created here? Uh-huh. <laughs> and what if we say, maybe this was too easy. Maybe the iPad was the obvious choice. Yeah. Which first of all, oof, big oof. With this, you know, thousand dollar tablet world that we live in, yeah, big oof that almost immediately both of us and pretty much everyone in chat was like, ah, screw that. I mean, I, th- I think you're right. iPads are great companion devices, but I- it would be very difficult. I think it-, it would be harder to find someone who's like, I'm gonna just buy an iPad, than someone to say, I'm just gonna buy a Mac. Right, right. I know plenty of people that have a MacBook and a Windows phone. Or that have... A Windows phone? Or a, <laughs> a, a non-iPhone. Okay. I, I was also thinking, because I know the, the other combination of that, which is a Windows laptop and an iPhone. Yeah. That's pretty common. Yeah. And I think, honestly, that speaks to how Apple products have pretty universal appeal. Because obviously the ecosystem is the goal, but I've still known several people to have one component in the ecosystem yeah. And be perfectly happy with that. But what if we make this even harder for you guys and us? Mac OS, iPhone. Your Mac, your iPhone, you can only have one. Which do you give up between the iPhone and the Mac? This, I think this is getting pretty challenging. That is... All else, you know, everything else is circumstantial, right? All right. Ignoring... Any other impact of other accessories that you might have or like, like, for example, the fact that you couldn't use an Apple Watch with a Mac. Try to set that aside if you can. Although I guess that, that would probably factor in. Could. If you had to give up an iPhone or you had to give up a Mac, which would you do? There's a good mix in the comments here. I'll say that. That's how we know that we've meddled in the question enough to make it interesting. Yeah. Oh, let me, let me think. That's, that's a tough. Reading these, the chat, it's almost 50-50 split. Yeah. Some people are saying, let's go through some of these, because I'm still, I'm still weighing it in Mm -hmm. my mind. So, I'll give up iPhone. Mac OS is way better. Right after that, Mac. Mac. Um, this is more of an iPad question, I guess. I would give up iPhone, can't live without the Mac. I would give up, I would keep Mac. Mm. This person would give up the Mac. Work demands a Mac. 
Okay. I would rather die than give up my iPhone or Mac. Okay, so oh. this person has chosen the third option, which is death. Yes. Right. <laughs> we should have specified. Uh, you can either lose your iPhone or lose your Mac or lose your life. Yes. <laughs> Those are the three options. Uh, uh, legally, we are required to say that that was a joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Keep the Mac for work. Okay. Someone says Android is better than Windows. Keep up. Uh, give up the iPhone. Interesting. Give up the Mac. Give up the iMac. So I guess that's a bit more specific. Sonny Dixon says that he would be happy with iPhone and a Surface laptop. That's interesting. Because I guess it's, uh, you kind of get close to the minimalism and the cleanness mm-hmm. with, with Windows products. That's very interesting. Oh, this is tough. I think, I think for me, I would have to give up the iPhone. Okay. I use Final Cut Pro. My That's iPhone true. isn't my iPhone isn't a part of my workflow. Except it kind of is actually. Now that I've said <laughs> that I realize it's a lie cuz I airdrop things a lot. I use it for B-roll. Airdrop is super nice. But I still think Final Cut Pro is probably the most I use Final Cut Pro the app more than I use my iPhone in general. Mm, So by that logic, not to mention the fact that 100% of my income comes from what I do in Final Cut Pro, I'd have to give up the iPhone. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to play devil's advocate. (gasps) I think you could, I think you could, you could convince me either way, but I'll tell you this. I'm going to, let's say I'm going to give up my Mac. Okay. And I'll tell first of all, I'm not going to windows. I'm going to go to Linux at that point. Ooh, that's people seem to not be considering that. I don't think I saw anyone say Linux in the comments. I saw Windows, I saw Surface, I saw whatever. True. Linux, absolutely, because I, you know I'm a I'm a programmer. Obviously, you can program on Windows. Linux, Unix environment is much better. So I would switch to, I don't know, Debian Linux or so, just so some flavor of Linux. And maybe I would dual boot Windows. Like on my Mac, I have Windows dual booted if I ever want to play games, which isn't that often. But maybe dual boot Windows. But I would do most of my work in some flavor of Linux. But on the iPhone side, I feel like I do use my iPhone a lot. I feel like whether you want this to count or not, it would be nice to be able to keep using my AirPods and my Apple Watch. Cause those are very, those are really important to me, especially like with my biking and all that stuff, which I do every day. I feel like I talk about that too much, but, um, but anyways, well, you like you bike 20 plus miles a day. I, yes, but like, but having the AirPods are like the best thing in the world with the transparency mode and the and the connection so good and the Apple Watch to track it. So having the phone for that, uh, you're also you're now going to be a green bubble for most for the most part. True. You have iMessage on your Mac, but that's not where you're going to do most of your messaging. So maybe the FaceTime would actually work though in the browser compared to FaceTime on iOS 15. <laughs> well, that's sick burn, except. That it's a developer beta, so not really. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's not a finished product. Anyway, yeah, that's interesting. I think it kind of shows the differences in our work life mm-hmm. styles, because you, I mean, for, I, I've not worn my Apple Watch in quite a while, right? Because I, I don't know. To me, the Apple Watch. This is kind of off topic, but it was kind of just like a notification device for me. Like, I use it for tracking workouts and stuff, but realistically, 
it didn't really do that much for me. That's fair. Like, I was going to do the workouts either way. It's just like, oh, I knew something now that I didn't know about it. But it didn't have that much. Also, I don't work out that often, so it's not like a regular, you know, super trained thing. Mm -hmm. So it was more or less just, you know, notifications on my wrist. And I also, I've worn watches for a long time. I'm wearing one now. But I... I really like the aesthetic of watches and obviously there's a lot more options if you go for an analog watch, but that wasn't the question. The question was iPhone or Mac. So we'll stick to that. I think that's interesting because you are doing programming, which is a little bit more OS agnostic than Final Cut Pro. Yeah. Final Cut Pro is the exact opposite of OS agnostic. It is very diehard in that it is Mac OS only, and I would have to relearn everything. Yeah, if you had to switch to Premiere Pro or something. Yeah, there'd be a couple of months of really weird, <laughs> very bad videos. Yeah. <laughs> With great, you know, the same camera quality and shot composition, but with, like, weird <laughs> cuts and, like, dead space and yeah titles that are animated poorly. Oh, man. Now, I, I do want to point out here, I think Sonny Dixon said this a couple minutes ago. He said, what if... There you go. What if you could dock your iPhone and use it like a Mac? So what if it could... Isn't, didn't Samsung do something That's like, like the, that? Dex, the Dex thing, I think yeah, it's called. Yeah, you like plop it in a little thing and then it... it does it run desktop like Android? It's still Android. I think it's still Android, but it like looks... It, like, has Windows or whatever. Yes. It's meant for desktop, but it's still Android. Right. Never in a billion years, and then another billion years after that, would Apple do that? Yeah. But... And then maybe another <laughs> billion years after that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But imagine an iPhone with an M1 chip in it. It's not that crazy. We have no, it in the iPad. Crazy, yeah. Imagine an iPhone with an M1 chip in it that can dock and run macOS. I never, mean, let's be real. You never. can run macOS on an A14. Oh, absolutely. Easily. Easily. I mean, you can run Big Sur on an early 2015 MacBook Pro. You can run it on an A14. Yeah. An iPhone is definitely more powerful than a dual-core MacBook. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is a little sad, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Even like the 2017 ones, you could probably outperform those with an iPhone. But obviously, for as many reasons as there are... In the world. <laughs> yes. Apple would never do that. Yeah. Uh, they would, I mean, they're not going to put, they're not going to put Mac OS on an iPad, let alone on an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> no. However, I, I don't know. What if, okay, what about this? What if you could dock an iPhone and it would turn into an iPad? You'd like plug the iPhone into a screen? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what if you like, I don't know. What if it could airplay to something and then it would be like an iPad? I don't know. Maybe. What if you what if you could airplay to a TV and then it would be like TVOS? Well, that's stupid. That's like CarPlay. That's like, you know. Oh yeah, what if, what if it had a CarPlay? But what if it had a desktop car play? play. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> desktop play. 
What if you could? What if you could mount it on a on a watch and that would run Watch OS? You're making fun of me, and I don't that, like it. That would be amazing. This feels targeted. This is mean. <laughs> like, what if I don't know? My goal. This is 100% completely random thought. But you know those OLED TVs that roll up into a ball? Well, not a, a ball. ball. <laughs> it's like a tube. Like a scroll. A scroll, yeah. A scroll-ed. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know those scroll-ed TVs? Yes. I have always wanted an OLED TV. Like, you know how when you're... A TV is 16 by 9. Your movies are 21 by 9. Right? Something like that. Yes, yeah. that's right. I said that very <laughs> unsure, but it is correct. Twenty-one by nine aspect ratio is a movie. You get your top and bottom black bars. Ah, everyone hates those. What if the TV extended? Ah, uh, wouldn't when, that be cool? Okay, when would you want it to collapse though? When you were done with the movie. I. I guess. I Why guess. not? Wouldn't like, that be awesome? Well, okay. Beside the fact of like it looking cool, yeah, I don't really see the benefit over just having like an ultra wide TV. It's obvious. If you have an ultra wide TV, then when you watch normal content, you're gonna have black bars on the sides. Yeah, but that doesn't. That's not gonna. So you're saying? Are you saying it would reach? Like it would be like ultra wide, and then it would it would come in and go up. What? No. Oh, okay. Then the, only, then the black bars the only don't difference do anything. Well, yes. Wait. <laughs> okay. The only difference between... You have an ultra-wide monitor. Correct. It would not have to go up. It would just... If you shrink in the side, it would become a 16 by 9 aspect ratio. I just don't... Okay, I, no, I understand that. I'm it just saying... It would roll out. It would get wider on either side. Yes. And then it would be a 21 by 9 aspect ratio, and you'd have movies with the extra width with no black bars. And then it would get narrower, same height, same height. Okay, but all you're doing is you're replacing. So when it's a 16 by 9 video, you're replacing the black bars on the side with nothing. What do you mean? Because the TV's collapsing, so there's nothing there. Correct. I don't see what the difference is. Then there's nothing there. There's no black bars in any content. All of You just hate black bars. Yeah. All of your content would be seamless, edge to edge. Because it would roll. It would, well, it would, it would have like a, a live edge. You know, live edge wood, where it's like rough. It would be like a round edge. Because it wouldn't, you know, just... I thought you just said it would be rough. Rough but round? Right. Shh. Shh. That's not important. It's not important. The point is, it would go... It would be round. Okay. And you would have your 16 by 9. With like no bezels, thin top and bottom, mm, beautiful. And then, rather than, because you have a 65-inch TV, right? When you watch a movie, you're losing screen real estate. Yeah. But with this, it gets wider. It's like TV Viagra. Uh-huh. And then you have no black bars and and a larger screen real estate. And you don't have to be like, oh, well... It's an ultra-wide TV, which would look weird for normal content. What if you're watching Friends on Netflix? It's in. What if it could also go to 4x3? Oh, boy. What if it could get smaller, and then you could watch Snyder Cut? 
What if it could go to like iPhone dimensions when you're watching like a video? Now you're just being childish. Oh. I'm trying to have an adult conversation about a legitimate product proposal here. Okay? Okay. LG has sent me TVs before. Who's to say they're not listening? They're the ones that make the Rolled anyway, the scroll LED. Mm-hmm. They make that. Why don't they make me a wide boy? They're going to get right on that. I want a wide boy. That's it's, it's And that's what they're going to call me, it. Tell me that's not something that you would want. I dare I defy you. I know you might think it's pointless. Because you're you're a fool, you're a feeble, small-minded idiot. Uh-huh. <laughs> you haven't seen the genius of my proposal. Yeah, but I defy anyone to tell me that a Rolled is a bad idea. Okay, It'd get wider. I I understand that. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> it's like narrow and wide. Yes. It's like normally it would be normal. Uh huh. It'd get wider. Uh huh. I mean, they've got TVs that can go all the way. It's like a box, and then the the TV comes out. I've seen that. Yes. Very cool. Not as cool as a. Imagine if you had it wall mounted. Oh, the beauty, the majesty of having a TV on a wall, and everyone's like, "Oh, look at this normal TV that doesn't roll out and become wider." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Turn it on, and you'd be like. Joke's on you, idiot. It rolls out and becomes wider. Be like, oh, what a fool I was. Yeah, you, you'd be g- doubting your convictions. You, you, would think, you would think yourself a fool. A common dandy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I see. Okay, let me look through the chat here. Someone said, say hi to the chat. Hi to the chat. Good one. Sonny Dixon thinks I need help. That may be true. I agree. But that's circumstantial. My point is, wow, really? No one? So, okay, here we go. Walter. Walter <laughs> will buy it. So that's two people. It's you and yeah, Walter. Yeah, me and Walter. There's your everyone market. Else is gonna be, everyone else is going to be like, oh, man, Luke and Walter got it right. <laughs> yeah. In 20 years, when I make a bajillion dollars from my Rolled, you'll think yourself a fool. So this won't be like the big 3D TV no. bubble. 3D is stupid and useless. But this isn't. No, no. Not no, this at is all. very good. And I'm sure it would only be many thousand dollars. Yeah. Enough. I think it's a brilliant idea. And I think you're just jealous that you didn't think of it first. I... How much would you say Google.com is worth? <laughs> Billions. <laughs> Billions of dollars. Okay, right. And a Rolled screen that gets wider? Gets wider? Zero. Zero billion or zero dollars? It's, it's all zero. It's all the same. I think you're wrong. I think you're absolutely wrong. Look at that. Walter, once again, we're clearly... This is our business here. You are all fools. Someone, someone said a bajillion does not exist. No way. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, I got a check for a bajillion dollars and I cashed it. Uh, now I'm not going to get you anything. Got, you got nothing. I got nothing. Except the TV that gets wider. No, no black bars ever again. Oh, 
It's so good. It's a great idea. I don't get what you don't. What if you're like so, about it. but okay? What if so? It's sixteen by nine and twenty-one by nine. Does it support any other? Is that, those are the two aspect ratios that it supports. Yeah. Because here's the thing: like, not all movies, all like movies are like roughly twenty-one by nine, but they're not all like. Mm. Like, I'll give you an example: La La Land. It was filmed in CinemaScope. It's like super wide. There's like. It's like I don't know what the aspect ratio is exactly, but it's like super like the black bars on the top and bottom are huge. Could you go out even beyond twenty one by nine for that? If you can, I'll buy it. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. It can. Okay. No, no, you didn't listen when I said it gets wider. It goes to twenty one by nine, and also it goes to CinemaScope to watch La La Land. Oh, I missed that part. You missed that part. I missed you see, it. Uh, you gotta, you gotta listen. You gotta pay attention. Yeah. That see. It would be good because yes. think about it this way, right? Screen sizes are measured diagonally, folks, right? Everyone knows that. Everyone on their dog knows that. Everyone knows that. Every single person on the planet knows that. So when I have a 55-inch TV, I'm like, oh, good. That's a, that's a good-sized TV. But that's only when I'm watching Friends on Netflix or The Office, you know, the, on, on Netflix. What if I'm watching a movie? Suddenly, I'm not watching a 55-inch movie. Am that's, I? That's that's correct. I'm losing that diagonal screen real estate. I may, maybe it's only a 43 inch. Oof. Oh, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. But it's not what you paid for. It's not what I paid. I paid for a cinematic experience. I did not pay for blank screen. Blank. <laughs> I'll say that again. Blank. You don't want blank screen. I want the TV that I paid for. I paid for all of that screen to be on. We need to sue the TV I want. I want reparations. This is a conspiracy theory that goes all the way to the top. All the way to the top and bottom of the screen. You're right. Which is where the movie isn't. You're right. And I want to change that. This is a movement. A movement. A, mo- <laughs> a movement. Because think about it this way. If the TV gets wider. Uh-huh then your screen actually gets bigger. That's correct. <laughs> it, do- it gets bigger, and that means... <laughs> that means that you have... It's better. When you watch a movie, you want it to be better. Right now, when you watch a movie, all you get is an hour and a half of compromise. <laughs> That's it. You get an hour and a half of compromise oh, no. and misery. You sit there and you're like, oh, man, this movie's great and all, but I wish that it was bigger. Mm-hmm. With my invention, you'd never have that problem ever again. You know what? You've, you've convinced me. Thank you. I wasn't convinced before, but, but you're right. You're right. There's no arguing with it. It's the way to go. I, now I, can, I cannot use screens anymore i know i cannot use a tv anymore yeah have you ever watched the movie on an ipad there's more black bar than movie yes that's i might as well watch black bar the movie but then there would be even more black bars well no because then it's all black bars filling the screen and thus being a perfect experience no compromise oh i see so that's the only movie that we can watch you gotta until your product comes open your mind that's it that's exactly it oh look at this sunny sunny dixon said kickstarter I think Kickstarter is probably a bit pedestrian for this, don't you think? I think I think you just just go like who's not who who wouldn't give you money for I this? I think every person would buy this. I think so. I mean it would only cost Oh look at that. Walter Walter has welcomed you. That's thank I you, mean, Walter. Let's get a we're almost we're almost out of time here. Let's get a quick 
Oh, Sonny Dixon said, where do we pay? I accept Bitcoin. <laughs> um, I accept YouTube views as payment. Mm. That's another great one. Wow. You can you can do that. You'd have to view a lot of them because this is going to be probably $50,000 Yeah. per TV. But it's worth it. It's, it's worth it. It's worth it. Let's get a quick tally before we end for tonight. Who here would buy the Roled TV? I would. The That's scroll-led TV. And it would be a scroll because it's like with the on either side. It would be rolled up. Yeah. Who would buy a scroll-led? We're just going to wait here in silence <laughs> until someone says that they would buy it. So far, we've got me. Uh, I think Sonny Dixon said, where do we pay? So we got we got Sonny Dixon. We got Walter. Oh, wow. A lot of people are saying they wouldn't. These people are all dead to me. We got Okay, we got some people. Okay. Someone well, said gonna, they want 15. Where was that? It was, 15. I was up a little bit. I they think. want, oh, 15. They're ordering they, 15? They, they want 15. <gasps> oh, my goodness. We're in business here. That's that's going to be expensive. We got Walter. We got Alex. We got some irrelevant people saying they wouldn't. <laughs> we got Bib. We've got Dorian. We've got Sonny Dixon, who Again. would upgrade to the future model. Look at that. That's a, that's a loyal customer. Wow. Howard would do it. Gabe would do it. Anthony, ah, oh, boo, he wants a giveaway. <laughs> boo, you don't get a you giveaway. You can't afford to give this away. <laughs> no, I can't. I will be financially ruined. <laughs> yes. Someone says, I have no money. Neither will I after developing this TV, yes. but it'll be worth it. <laughs> and finally here, a super chat. I'd buy it. Also, what blazer is that? Um, it's a, it's Talia. Talia, yeah, we both have... Talia brand. I've got bees in mine. Do you have bees? I have uh, like tropical. Ooh. I have some like flowers. Wow. Oh, this, this these are perfect for our. These are perfect for our business meeting. Yeah. Um, when we go, uh, to to pitch this idea, because I think I think it's gonna sell like hotcakes. Do hotcakes sell well? I've never bought a hotcake. That before. does not bode well for us. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's time for us to go. Because, well, I mean, quite frankly, we we got to get working on this. See, now that you've said this in front of everyone, there are, people are going to be rushing to steal this idea. People are going to oh, exactly. The clock has started now. People mm -hmm. are already trying to patent this. So, uh, I, I've been your host, Luke Miani, and I've been your host, Noah Rubin. We will see you next week. That was too long. Have a good night. Okay, bye. <laughs>